everybody jump, 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 jump. I said a hip, hop, hip, the hip, the hip, 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 hop, you don't stop. Rap, rap, rap. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big circle it up. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Every Friday this time, I like to get a couple of friends here in studio with me to talk about the news of the week and hang out. And uh, we metaphorically drink beers and drink coffee. Uh, I know all, both of them would do both with me uh, in other circumstances. But uh, in this circumstance, well, I don't know if Josh drinks coffee. I don't. I have water here. Yeah, that's very Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Josh Newby. Uh, is a good friend. We were in Leap together. Um, and then Jeremy Evans, uh, who's also na- become a good friend. And yeah. uh, we were not in Leap together, but that's okay. <laughs> not everybody can be. Uh, very exclusive. So, <laughs> it's a very particular club. That's right. So um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? I, um, I, f- I feel like let's get the local one kind of let's talk about this because these text messages are now mm. becoming. I mean, Mike Kohler yesterday in the meeting said that next week he's calling Ginger Bob Madden, the state right. attorney, and saying, Hey, look, we need to investigate this and figure out if there was a sunshine or a gerrymandering violation. A couple of other people, you know, in the public forum brought this up yesterday. Uh, Jeff Bergash, for his part, is uh, throwing all the weirdest, wildest defense and deflection mechanisms he can against all of this. Um, he says he's done nothing wrong. I personally, and I've said this repeatedly, I don't think there's any evidence in these texts from the PNJ that he violated sunshine clearly in spirit not in letter that's my take on yeah. it uh the question of gerrymandering well i i've believed he gerrymandered the districts for two years so that's not news to me the question is will anybody investigate um i don't know jeremy thoughts i you, think, you think the state attorney will investigate you know, you know if i'm jeff i write ginger myself and i say hey this is a learning opportunity be instructive if i did something wrong i want to be the first to know it yeah. But that's not what he's done. He's obfuscated. Yeah, no, that would be and and that would serve the community. That mm-hmm. would and I I'm with Mike in this sense. We really need a, an answer on this because the allegations are swirling, mm-hmm. the beliefs are swirling, and if I'm Jeff and I'm right, I want to be vindicated. Right. And if I'm Jeff and I'm wrong, I want to be corrected mm-hmm. and let's move on. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it 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 always feels like it's something with the county commission. Like there's always something that is swirling that's going on that causes them to not do the business that's on hand, and I would much rather them have be have a conversation about the new bid that came in for they did, uh, they did. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it seems like more of the focus, more of the attention is drawn onto this, you know, the drama of what happens. And and I've been here for twenty five years, and I think that you know we probably haven't gone a quarter of a year without some <laughs> significant drama. Uh, and I do think it's something that probably should be investigated, if nothing else, to get some hopeful finality on things like okay mm-hmm. this has happened he's wrong we remove him he wasn't wrong nothing happens to him but we move forward right. onto whatever it is that is next that's the business of the county right i mean it's 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 weirdly kind of i'm inspired and saddened by the fact that mike kohler had to be the one to officially call for this you know? yeah because it it really i think you know you're right josh i mean it it, it should have been jeff all along and and to, to act like there's already an fbi well that's not sunshine law related. right and there's already some other nebulous organization that he doesn't name i don't know what that's all about and that the county is going after you know people who have possession of documents that largely in theory are are public documents anyway it's just you know it's such a strange thing and you know we're going to go after the pnj and mm-hmm. i mean i heard they have lawyers too <laughs> yeah Gannett yeah. has a few yeah, they might yeah. they might be fairly well versed in yeah you know what the legal options or justifications are for them mm-hmm. possessing basically whistleblower documents right 
you know, and and so that's what. And then you know, does whistleblower protection apply to Jonathan Owens? You know, I don't know. These are all good questions, yeah. but we're not really having those conversations. Instead, it's well, this is a felony, and you know, well, this, this personal documents. Okay, I I get it. I'm listening, but anyway, so yeah. I I want to see what comes of it. I want to see, uh, frankly, I want to see that something comes of it, and then maybe we'll know more. Yes, but also. The state attorney has an authority to go in and look at sort of all the texts, right? You know, and then we're not dependent on what the P and J decides to publish, right? And if and it's Jeff's issue is the P and J, then again, he should welcome this fuller contextualized investigation by Ginger, right? And if the texts are inaccurate, well, we would find that exactly. Out. I mean, sort of. It's all a vindication it, moment for and, him. And I'll be honest, I have I have been very derelict in my own. Do- I haven't made the records request yet. I keep going back and forth whether I want. to. I guess I want to. Yeah. I guess I need to basically put in a records request for cell phone stuff i just figure what i'm going to get back is we'll get back to you in a few months yeah right <laughs> you know unfortunately I, I would like this but he says he's done this already a couple of times so maybe it's very available i mean i don't you know maybe i'll be surprised at how easy it is to get um we had a final debate this week the um and the next topic is <laughs> <laughs> oh man i thought jimmy fallon's comment about the debate was so sadly accurate which is if you want to know how significant this was, it was held on the CW I network. Know. And no offense to CW, they've got good stuff, but it's it's a platform most people don't even have access to, yeah. or many people don't have access to. And it's for non-Trump contenders mm-hmm. who are, according to the polls, irrelevant. I know. And, and it's and it's unfortunate because I've said as many times I'm a diehard liberal, but I would seriously consider voting for Nikki Haley against Biden, but she's not going to be the nominee, and I'm not going to vote for Trump. Explain this, Andrew. You're the Republican here. I so honestly, I you you know I've been very vocal about my views of Trump. Um, I'm incredibly conflicted about the man, and I, I just it what flummoxes me is the feeling that a reasonable person's perspective on Trump makes me a, a pariah in my party. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to admit the good things he does and the great things he did, and the possibility that another presidency might bring more of the same. But there's all kinds of other stuff that we should be honest about, and it seems like the "and be honest about" part makes you hated by the you know fanatics. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of the fanatics. Yeah, and I think that the the interesting thing is, and this is or crazy or whatever you want to say, you look at the national polling, and almost every national poll now Trump is beating Biden, and and there are fewer in general of those, and in swing stakes in general and in swing stakes and then there are fewer polls that break out you know how would DeSantis do how would Nikki Haley do Nikki Haley in the few polls that come out she's winning by double digits against Joe Biden right. and so then i think that if you are in the democratic party and you're looking across the way and it seems that the republicans are in this situation so divided the main candidate's not even participating in the debates not only is he not participating in the debates he's holding his own events to mm-hmm. compete with the debates whether he's doing the interview with Tucker Carlson or with whomever right. to compete to draw eyes away from the party's big event but that guy who has all the baggage who has all the things is up on your guy by 4 5 6% at what point is it that you say do we find a different guy like, it's pretty late in the game. We are five weeks away from Iowa. Yeah. And then once Iowa starts, like, it's all over. And I you can't think that really find a sub after that. It will be. And I think if Iowa has results, like the polling is showing that Trump's winning by 40 points in right. Iowa, Iowa's unique because it's very much a kissing babies, shaking hands state. But if he comes out of and DeSantis that. DeSantis did uh, all 99 counties. And DeSantis mm. did all 99 counties. De- DeSantis did the most Iowa campaign that you can do. But if he comes out 40 points down. And you start to realize maybe this polling is accurate on what's going on. 
do the Democrats, they have to hit the panic button. And I don't know what that is. Well, so, so my theory has always been that they want Trump because they think they can beat him. But the evidence seems to be that they cannot beat him with the president. I think that that Democrats, and I say this as a proud Democrat, we need to stop threatening to withhold the vote. And when it comes to November of next year, we need to actually withhold the vote. Otherwise, the, these corporate Democrats are just going to keep on getting nominated. The party hasn't learned anything. They invited – I mean they nominated this you know, center-right mummy Hillary, <laughs> this center-right mummy Biden – Put up somebody with some enthusiasm and some passion for liberal ideas in the party, someone who's not, you know, over 80 years old, or I'm not going to vote for him. You know, it's a, it's an interesting charge because, I mean, obviously you've got uh, Governor Newsom is one possibility, but and, and the bench, so to speak, is not well developed because so many Democrats have been so long in office that it's kind of like, mm-hmm. who else would you put in? But, I, you know, um, I have a good friend uh, who happens to be a black, female, liberal. She's at least as liberal as you are, Josh. And she says the exact same thing. She's like, I just can't believe this is our guy. Yeah. This is ridiculous. You know, this is this person does not represent me, does not represent our interests, is not effective. He's an embarrassment to the party. I mean, this is your champion of progressivism. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so the, the possibility of withholding the vote as a lesson, you know, um, whether it's liberals philosophically, the black vote, females, you know, whatever. But are you willing to take the risk that that gets you four years of Trump? Well, it's the Supreme Court, right? And that's the same thing that the right holds over you guys. Is yeah, but nobody's um, – who's old enough? I mean, T- Clarence Thomas is the only one that's really – I mean, if if Republicans won, I, mean, I would not be surprised in the four years. To see they, Clarence it, Thomas. It, yeah, I mean, if, Kennedy if you retired. Get, you've got to get the Senate, and then you have to get right. the – that Clarence Thomas would resign with a Republican president and Republican he Senate would. to ensure that you have yeah. that. And that, but that, that wouldn't change anything. Forward. That would just keep it at 6 3. And I would say the other thing that is historically with polling, Trump is underrepresented because nobody likes, there is a segment of voters who don't like to admit right. that they're going to vote for Trump. Is that still true? I mean, it's, I have it, a hard time believing that's still true. I, actually I wonder see the opposite. These damn- I, I wonder if there aren't a lot of people who. Say they would, but they because that's I mean, the we'll thing they see, want to not be. We'll see. In the 2020 election, it was true. The 2020 election, you know, Biden was up by significant numbers, and we had to wait for days right. to find out that he had actually won the election. And so, except I in think Florida, that, we we apparently know how to count well, ballots. Except I don't in, finally, except in Florida, uh, Broward <laughs> hey, was done by 9 p.m. One of the that's great. A, that's its own side <laughs> issue. That's amazing. The debate was largely just interesting, but not not relevant. Mm-hmm. Most likely, um, I mean, other than if you get, you know. Chris Christie drops out and Vivek drops out. And then you really have the two even remotely plausible alternatives to uh, to former President Trump. But this the, the one line that DeSantis had that I I don't know if it's going to turn out to be true, but the line he had was, you know, you're t- saying all this polling is against me, but look at the supposed red wave that was going to happen. And didn't, mm-hmm. except in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. The one place where it did happen, and he's got that going for him, but man, it's hard to deny all the polling. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's hard to say like all of it's wrong and none of it's going to turn true in New Hampshire and you know South Carolina and Iowa. Yeah, like I said, if Iowa and New Hampshire come anything close to what the polling is suggesting, then I think the national polling gets more credibility than I think right. all this other stuff. But you kind of have to wait for that first shoe to drop. And once the first shoe drops, then I think the playing field gets very close and very interesting. It seems like Nikki Haley will have money yeah. if she can produce some results that that, that she'll be able. She got to that last. ESG money, bro. Yeah, she's got the, <laughs> she's got the ESG money. So if she can show some level of some success, some level of 
you know, you get through the first two or three states and she gets Trump one-on-one and she's got money, maybe there's a chance. But I Or DeSantis, if one of the two of them can kind of go one-on-one with, with funds to com- yep. compete, we'll see what happens. But I think if the first two, if Trump hits numbers of huge wins, I don't see there being a lot of investment in either one of anybody but Trump. And obviously DeSantis has always got 2028. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but he won't be in office anymore, but still, you know, that's a, a plausible alternative for him. Yeah, I if I had take my best guess, unless something dramatic changes, I think that after Iowa or New Hampshire, maybe South Carolina, it's down to Nikki Haley and Trump. Yeah. Would be yeah. my guess is how this is going to play out. And maybe just down to Trump. I mean, we'll see. Uh, switching gears a little bit, um, the state party, yeah, uh, with which you are well familiar, Jeremy, yeah, has a... Um, yeah. <laughs> you have the state party chair. As a liberal, I love this. This, this story's glorious to you, I know. Um, and his wife, who is one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty in Florida? Nas- the National. Oh, the whole yeah. thing. Okay. And apparently they had a consenting, let's just say multi-person interaction <laughs> with a woman uh, last year. And then they had what uh, was supposed to be a repeat, but then, you know, the she couldn't go or attend or whatever. He decided to try to keep the appointment himself. The allegation is that she said no. He said yes. He says it was consensual. She says it was rape. Um, you know, I mean, to me, they did engage in adultery. It's not really the thing you look for in your GOP chair and your founder of Moms for Liberty. That part seems uncontroversial. Or your, or your presidential nominee. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, regardless of the legal allegations the other part would seem to be decisive to me am i missing something it's actually still illegal in florida by the way not that it's enforced but okay (laughs) i mean i i think that uh we'll continue to see what happens with the number of people who've come out to ask for him to resign uh i i don't find a strong path for him to stay in position the party's having a meeting next week Representative Salzman is on the board of the party that will meet to kind of formally conduct a decision on what happens. Uh, I would expect it's possible that a resignation may come before it's called for. Um, You know, I think some information, I guess they got the, all of this is reports of, from something, from somebody who has, it's all very much like the Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of thing. <laughs> Best friend, sister's boyfriend yeah, knows this guy who's dating this the, girl. Yeah, at the okay. 31 Flavors. And, um, but they don't deny well, the I, original I, relationship, I, right? I'm curious. I, I, uh, it's, it's, all, it's all like somebody, a reporter talked to somebody. Okay. Uh, like okay. I'm right. not saying they don't. That's what's out there is, okay. is the only information that is out there is that it has happened. Okay. He's saying he can't comment because of this. I guess this allegedly the video came back yesterday, and it suggests that there was a consensual. I mean, it proves there was a relationship, but it, yeah. it definitely suggests it's consensual. The rape piece may fall away, but then you have the moral piece, which is you I, didn't do anything illegal, but can we have you as the representative of the party? And I think and, it's probably it's it's as bad for him. It's worse for her. Yeah, and she's Moms already, for Liberty has been like the strident moral crusaders on yeah. you know sexual virtue, Absolutely. right? And and so that's what, that was going to be my question because this is sort of on your guys' side of the aisle. Does it worry you that um, you know the, the don't say gay bill or the stop woke act or whatever? It seems. Did you hear my name for the new one? What the one that says not to ask or tell pronouns? What I'm calling it the don't say they bill. 
<laughs> Thank you. Dang it, Andrew. I hate you. <laughs> no, but that this time it's accurate. That like, don't clever. say gay was a mischaracterization. Right, right. Don't say they is accurate. So, Does it bother you that these people don't seem to practice what they preach? They don't genuinely believe in this sexual purity and moral grandstanding that they're proposing via legislation? Absolutely. Okay. And, and I think so— Within moral conservatism, if you can call that a group, which it's kind of nebulous, but okay, uh, there are two kinds of people, uh, maybe three. Uh, One kind of person is pure hypocrite. They're lying for political effect or putting on a show. They don't believe it. They're getting away with it, and they know that. Okay, that's that's one group of people. The second group of people is people who really believe it but fail to live up to their standards. I mean, that's pretty much sure. every person who believes in high enough standards. I fail to live up to my standards, sure. okay? There might be a few people who really live a pure, virtuous, you know, sexually moral life. And, you know, man, you know, if I ever meet one, <laughs> you know, I'll let <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and so I want to be cautious about saying that they're pure hypocrites versus, you know, weak, so to speak. But either way, it doesn't look good, and that's always a challenge for the folks on our mm-hmm. side. Yeah. And I think that there is uh, – there's a couple of things that complicate things. I think one is the party is uh, really strongly aligned itself with a man who is pretty open and not ex- – you know, ex- extolling ex- those virtues. Extolling right. those virtues. I mean Trump so is becomes, not the moral icon of – he's – he doesn't no. represent what Moms for Liberty says they stand for. And then I think when you get Moms for Liberty, it was a group that started out as, you know, kind of anti-masking, school should be open, parents should be involved in the conversation, and then you get groups that kind of kind of merge in, yeah, right. and I think the second wave, Moms for Liberty, became the book issues. Okay. And then I think that so some of that stuff is second wave as these groups come in around the state that are kind of connected and... You know, some of the people here were not involved in the original kind of part of it, but their form of Mom's Lama is, right. is going and talking about the the morality stuff. But it still is – it's pretty hard to – I mean, Bridget lost her job at Leadership Institute where she was doing school board training. I know they're calling on her to resign from the school board of Sarasota County. And so, you know, I thought people, she was on a on a board, not the board. She's on the Sarasota school – she's elected to be on the Sarasota school board, and then she's on the new oh, okay. Governor Disney board, okay. the uh, Reedy Creek Improvement. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so she's got a lot of roles. Okay. Yeah, she's got a lot of roles. And I think that the one thing that, you know, in, it's anybody – People love to see the fall. Yeah, I mean that's, that's just that's well, and, just and I what think it is. you know one of the other things, and this this is to your point, Josh, that um, conservatives and I am often guilty of this too, um, do a really good job of setting ourselves up for failure on these topics by being so strident, yeah. by being so arrogant, uh, so dismissive, and so unhumble about the challenges of living up to the beliefs that we say we believe in, mm-hmm. and you know so, you know sort of. Bible thumping sexual ethics without having any honesty about the realities of what people are struggle with, the difficulties of it. I mean, we know what the rules are supposed to be, but then, you know, kind of act like, oh, we're all virtuous and pure, and anybody who fails them, I mean, it's just. And, and it's so wrong. That's so false. It's so ungospel. And that's my side's argument, right? Is you if you can't even personally live up to these values, then why are you going to try to legislate them into people's lives? And 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 there, I think part of the the discussion is well, you know, some boundaries need to exist, and some sure. boundaries are so important that you know maybe law comes in behind them. Uh, but you know, nobody lives up, lives up to the rules in the Bible. I mean, right. otherwise we wouldn't need the gospel. You know, we wouldn't need. Right. So we know that. Uh, let's take another quick break. Let's get Jake in here with traffic on the fives. Well, we're looking good out there. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. 
Um, we do have I-10 eastbound after you pass Fairfield. Uh, there is a disabled vehicle with a roadblock reported there, but no major slowdown appearing on the map just yet. Fairfield not showing any problems. Uh, all clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Uh, Bayfront Parkway checks in without delays. And Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you have traffic tips to report, you can always text us 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, the time we've got left isn't sufficient, but I did want to not exclude it. The anti-Semitism on college campuses and the hearings in Congress and these students who got up and talked about what's happening to them as Jews, this is, it's not just disgusting, it's frightening that our college campuses are failing so badly on this topic. And on such an easy question, I mean, I watched the hearings, you know, is calling for the genocide of Jews um, counter to your, you know, tolerance policies, right, hate speech policies? And they couldn't answer a question. They wanted to add all these layers of nuance. Yeah. And and look, you know, I I, I I support you know transgender rights. I'm 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 a good liberal in that way. But you can't call, you know, dead naming someone abuse, and then right. and then call for nuance on the uh, genocide, genocide of an entire religion. And and I, as a liberal Jew, I'm incredibly disappointed in these institutions that I've always looked up to my entire life as paradigms of virtue and and academic excellence. I mean, I think it is a it's interesting because of the I really think that they don't know how to respond to it because there's so many conflicting interests mm-hmm. and we want people to have free speech, but this is not okay and it's so much of is those, it is it a genuine concern that they're going to violate their norms on free speech, or are they terrified that the anti-Israel, anti-Semites on campus are going to come for them, too? They're, they're scared of the students because for years colleges have cultivated this, this environment. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's, you know, I I hope there's a better solution soon, but it's been just absolutely eye-opening to watch. Yeah. Uh, Josh and Jeremy, thank you so much for the time. Great stuff today. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.